0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Hello out there. Welcome to episode number 131 of the Good Neighbor Podcast in Pasco County. I'm your host, Mike Sedita, and we have the pleasure today of being joined by the executive director, guru, head lady in charge of the East Pasco Meals on Wheels, Beth Aker. Beth, how are you doing today?
1: I am fabulous. How about you, Mike?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being on. In case you're not familiar with what the Good Neighbor podcast is, it was started in 2020 as a way for businesses, philanthropic groups, charities to get their message out to the community during COVID when everybody had to be socially distant. And now over the last four years, it's evolved into a national podcast. We have Good Neighbor podcasts in Atlanta and Denver and Virginia and all over the place, I'm lucky enough to be the person who gets to host it here in Tampa and meet people like you and learn about what you're doing in the community. So with that said, for the people that are living under a rock, explain what Meals on Wheels is.
1: Well, Meals on Wheels, our particular Meals on Wheels started in 1974, and it was started by two ladies at a church who decided that they needed to feed their shut-in parishioners and so they started delivering meals, that sort of thing. And it evolved from there. And actually, our Meals on Wheels was founded prior to the Meals on Wheels of, of the nation, Meals on Wheels of America. So uh, that's basically what it is. And how it started was to really take care of those people that were homebound for whatever reason that might be. And that's still exactly what our mission is, is to make sure that um, our home, our homebound People are taken care of, whatever that may look like. It may be um, someone that's just recuperating from surgery, someone that doesn't have a vehicle. Many of our seniors, you know, uh, suffer from uh, eyesight issues, and um, maybe they lost a spouse and didn't cook. Just really to take care of our seniors in our community, uh, are disabled that can't get out, get can't get to the grocery store, can't stand up to cook a meal. That's what we do. We deliver their meals every day to their home so that they don't have to uh, worry about being fed.
0: And, and how? who's generally signing these folks up? Is it caregivers or is it through their church? Or is there organizations that are coming to you and saying, hey Beth, uh, Jane Smith in Zephyr Hills, you know, she's, she's a shut-in. Or how do you get the people into your roster for delivery?
1: Well, that's a very good question because it's it's uh, multi layered. So the hospital social workers uh, send their their uh, discharged patients to us. Uh, social workers outside of their the facility, maybe in rehab, will do that. A friend or family will say, "Hey, you know, my parents are at home. Um, would you be able to help them?" Uh, and oftentimes, it's just simply the the client themselves that calls in and says, "Hey, you know what? I saw that my neighbor is getting food at at your facility. I would and like some too. I would like some too. Yes,
0: you're a busy lady. I know phones ring, dogs snore, everything's going on all at the same time. So I turn my
1: ringer down for you."
0: Tell me a little bit this on the personal level. So I've seen you in action. I've been fortunate enough to see you in action. I don't think you're like a moving target all day long. Like, I don't think I see you really sit down. So it's great to see you sitting down for this. What is your background? Have you always been in like uh, elder care? Have you always been in home services? What is your background that gets you to be the guru at Meals on Wheels?
1: That's a big old goose egg. Honest to goodness. Honest to goodness, I never had uh, any experience in nonprofit whatsoever. I was always a a corporate sales training and working outside of that sector in the corporate world. And uh, I believe it or not, just had a calling, and and it goes way back to my childhood when my my hero was Harriet Tubman, and I just could never get enough of her. And she was quite the servant, and I just I had this opportunity uh, come available to me. And uh, I left the post office uh, as a postmaster um, in charge out at the St. Leo post office and said, you know, I need something different. I just can't sell stamps anymore to kids. It was just driving me crazy. And so I jumped at this position and it is the best position I've ever had. Serving others, taking care of others um, is really a chosen gift. I love it. Um, But on the personal side of that, my mom was very ill for 15 years. And I think that that's just inherent in me. It's it's just intuitive for me to take care of others. And I just, as I look back, realize that's what I've always been about. So that is what my goal is, is to take care of my community. Um, I, I live by what Mahatma Gandhi said is, uh, be the change you wish to see in the world. And so that's what my goal is.
0: And how long have you been at the helm there? 10 years,
1: is- January 22nd.
0: 10 years. So you're coming up on a 10-year anniversary.
1: I just had it. I just had it. So it's
0: funny. So there's a lot of anniversaries going on. So I will tell you, before we get into that, which is the main reason why I wanted to to have Jan here today, is I didn't know I I had the ability to be a caregiver. Like, I'm the youngest of three. Um, My parents got sick. My mom had lung cancer. My dad had dementia and was in a wheelchair. And I was just thrust into, through some tragic events hey, look, now you need to step up and take care of this. And it is one of the hardest things that I don't think people, unless you've gone through taking care of somebody and being a caregiver, especially someone with with, um, memory issues, it is so taxing on the caregiver. And there were times when I was looking for support groups to just to vent about the stuff that would be frustrating to go through and do it. But- I didn't know I was going to be good at it. I don't know how good at it I really was. I did it. I did what, you know, the next thing that came in front of me and just kind of tackled it. But having services uh, at the time we were in Hillsborough County and the, the county had services just like Meals on Wheels that that helped them not quite as good. I've been in I've been in your kitchen and seen it. The, the What you guys prepare is much. It's like gourmet compared to what we, we my dad had in Hillsborough County. But Those services are vital for caregivers, worrying about their parents if they're not with them or making sure they have the resources when they are with them. So it is really, that is a great calling to have and it's very appreciated in the community. With that being said, you're coming up on your 10-year anniversary and we are coming up on an anniversary for Meals on Wheels, correct?
1: Correct, 50 years. 50 50
0: years, 50 years. And there's a celebration coming up. I know I've been to your facility it's like um the Christmas store and Toys R Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore. The Christmas store and the Toy Store all just kind of exploded in the in your back room there. It did. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about the event that's coming up and some of the things that are gonna that's be up. happening.
1: So yes, we are having our, we're celebrating our 50th year uh, for 2024 here at our facility in Zephyr Hills. And we are incredibly blessed by the support that we get. And I wanted to thank you for those uh, kind words. Uh it, it really, truly is a gift. And being a caregiver um, is something that many, like you, were are thrown into um, uh, for, uh, because of no other choice. So kudos to you for doing that. Um, and so back to our community, we are incredibly supported by our community. We have so many churches and organizations and, and uh, parks in our area that support what we do. So with that being said, we are having this block party uh, that will be for the city uh, of Zephyr Hills and actually our community, because we go into Wesley Chapel and San Antonio and St. Leo and all of these other communities. Our Matter of fact, our Dade City route is 70 miles long that they go. Um, one one route is 70 miles long. Wow. So. Uh, but it's, it's really for the community to get to know what we do, because in addition to the meals on wheels, we were fortunate enough to, to be able to get this new building. We also have the Genesis community center, which is where we offer all kinds of resources and services for our community. And to piggyback on your, your uh, caregiver, um, resource. We have a savvy caregiver class here that helps people navigate through being a caregiver and what that actually looks like because people just do not know and have no idea what it is like to be a caregiver at all. So um, with that center, we are having this 50th anniversary party and we have been gifted with lots and lots of gifts. So we are going to have all of these raffles out there. You're going to be able to buy tickets and put them in each one of these bags. And then we're going to draw this out. There's probably over. uh, Well, Chrissy and I just had an argument about how many gifts we were going to have. And I said probably 50 to 100. And she says, "Okay, how about 25? And so we've got a lot. But we also have been gifted by Mike Wells a deep sea fishing expedition for four. And that will be a silent auction. And we've, we've also got some beautiful grills, some larger ticket items that we're going to have a silent auction. We've got guest speakers. We've got information booths from all of these resources that are out there in the community that many people don't know of and aren't aware of to really help make an impact on our community. We're only as good as our community is and uh, to pool all of those resources together and, and really get the community involved in how they can help um, the steps that they can take to make their their community better in which they live. And really just uh, to bring awareness for um, where they are, where they are in their life. And uh, maybe they're, you know, struggling like what you did and you were thrust into the situation. Maybe, uh, you know, all of a sudden they lost their job and now they don't know where to go and what to do. Just, you know, really uh, some information for them as, so- as well as a celebration.
0: So let me ask you this. The first question I have is, are you still looking for, I mean, listen, I've been to your facility. I'll get into it. When we wrap this up, I'll kind of give my take on the facility, but that Genesis room, it it was like floor to ceiling filled with stuff. Would you, are you still looking for donations? If someone wants to make a donation, are you still taking them?
1: We are. And what we could really use are gift cards. Uh, Our biggest, one of our biggest uh, ticket items that we want to do is a gift card ball of of some sort or a ring. We're not quite sure what that's going to look like yet, Uh, but we're looking for gift cards and we could desperately use those. We're always in need of uh, diabetic desserts. We're always in need of, of course, funding. Our particular Meals on Wheels is not a a meal funded uh, government entity. Uh, So all of the funding that we get for our meals and all that, I have to go out and knock on doors and raise. So, um, when people say, "Oh, we get the the free meal that's delivered once a week and the frozen," that that is not us. Ours right. are made uh, prepared here, so we're always looking for that. We're always looking for um, that kind of support. So, any kind of item that maybe a business would like to donate as a basket, those would be great. Um, but we want this to be a huge event for our community and for us to be able to give back for all their support.
0: And and when is it? What's the date? What's the time? What's the address?
1: Thank you for asking. It is Saturday, February 17th from 1 to 4. And the address is 38112 15th Avenue. And that's in Zephyr Hills. And there will be parking across the street. It's right, it's a block east off of Gall Boulevard.
0: So, so. I I gotta tell you what I was referring to earlier about my dad, we did. we got like these frozen meals they'd come frozen every couple of weeks and it was it wasn't bad. I mean listen that's it's it's somewhat nutritious food that's gonna come in. but guys, if you're listening to this or watching this on our YouTube channel, this facility is amazing. So what Beth she has a team of people that are up before the sun comes up. They yes. are preparing food, they are taking donations, they are making this stuff fresh. It smells like a bakery and a restaurant kind of combined with like a recreation center in the same building. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on. I made the joke early on, Beth is always moving. It's hard to like find her when she when you're there if you want to get there. But her team is great, uh, you know, Lori and Chrissy and, and Colleen. And you got a whole great group of people that's there working hard. A ton of volunteers come in and help you, right? A ton of volunteers yes. do deliveries. And then at around, at around uh, 9 30, 10 o'clock, it's like a, a siege of people coming to grab food to bring to people and deliver. Yes. So yes. It's a great yes. operation. If you're interested in making a donation, whether that's gift cards or just a, a financial donation, you can reach out and call the center directly. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's 813. 813- 782 7859. And if you're interested in coming to the event, is the event, do you have to buy tickets to the event or can no? Oh, up? no.
1: It, it's totally it's totally free. We're going to have a food truck here uh, providing a buffet full uh, with wonderful food. It's free. It is free. The only thing that there will be a, a cost associated with is if you want to buy the raffle tickets to buy, get any of these prizes. And it's simply, you know, like the w- one for one or six for five or whatever. That's right. basically what it is. Everything else is free. I think the food buffet, um, it will be five dollars and you can go through the buffet and it's got pulled pork and pulled chicken and uh, baked beans and macaroni salad and all uh, cookies. And all, it's got all kinds of stuff on there. Uh, but it's really, it we we will utilize it as a fundraiser, of course, because those funds that we uh, generate from the uh, auctions and the silent auctions will come right back into meals on wheels. And um, you know that, if you don't mind, I would like to um, tout our guide star. We are a platinum level guide star because I, I believe in true transparency so everybody can take a look at what it is that we do. But GuideStar is, think of it as the the uh, Better Business Bureau, high, high rating. And we are platinum, which means that they go through our financials. They go through everything that it is that we do and determine where we fall in that level of transparency and financial stewardship and that sort of thing. And we are at their highest level. And that makes me very proud. Um, because we are an incredibly good steward for anything that we get coming in goes right back into our program.
0: Well, you know, it's funny. The name of the podcast is the Good Neighbor Podcast. So, it just reinforces what a good neighbor Meals on Wheels in Pasco County is to the community out there when you're getting rated that high. You're you're using the funds accordingly and properly. You're um you're doing things in the community to bring people together, which is vitally important. I can tell you folks if you're listening or watching this if you have kids, if you uh, have a bathroom in your house, if you uh, are looking for trinkets to bring for Christmas and things like that, there's all sorts of stuff loaded in the Genesis room right now. It looks like the Christmas store threw up in one section of the room. There's a, a couple of really big ticket items like foot baths and grills and. Um, Game room type stuff. I mean, there's kids' a ton toys, of stuff there.
1: robes, blankets,
0: robes, blank. I mean, there's a, a blankets piled three feet high in the room. So, like, if you're looking to go and just a give back to the community because whatever you come and spend on uh, February 17th at the, the the celebration, think of it this way: you're going to come in, go spend some money at a raffle, spend some money at the buffet, and the money that you're spending there, whether it's five dollars or fifty dollars or five hundred dollars it is going right back into servicing the community. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to you, for you to take part in the community and also give back at the same time. Beth, is there anything else I could be missing that you want to talk about what you guys are doing in the community right now?
1: Um, no, but one thing I will share uh, as take care of your neighbor. Um, a, a story that I share when I go out and speak to a lot of organizations is I have as you said, being the head, whatever you want to call me, um, oftentimes I have to do the unfortunate portion of this business as well. And I have had to find people that have been deceased in their homes for periods of time. That's something that you can't unsee. And and the reason that I shared these stories is the the people that I have found are in mobile home parks which means that they've got neighbors right next door on either right on either side of them. And so I'm not telling people to go out and be best friends with your neighbors and bring them over for dinner every single night and, and that sort of thing. But just pay attention to your neighborhood, pay attention to your neighbors, you know, maybe they're, uh, car hasn't moved in three days or their blinds are still up or their blinds are down or their lights still on or their lights are off. Simple things that we can do to make a difference in our community is simply watching. You remember the old neighborhood watches that used to be around years ago? I don't know that they're, they're really uh, prevalent anymore. Yeah. Uh, but just take care of your neighbor. Love one another. Take care of your neighbor. And it's amazing what um, love and and uh, stewardship and community really is, it comes down to just watching out for one another. So,
0: you know, it's funny that <laughs> I have, I, I use this saying, I've stolen. It. It's, it's on Muhammad Ali's grave. It says service to others is the rent we pay for your room in heaven. So, um, it, it's exactly like you said, it, it doesn't mean that you have to, to take these people and, and take their whole life on. Um, if it's your family member, you do that. That's what I did. But, um, just checking on your neighbor and being a good neighbor to the people in your community goes a long way. It makes a huge difference. Just somebody checking in. I mean, my grandmother, when she lived alone, you know, this is 30 years ago, just getting on the bus to go to the the senior center, just seeing the bus driver come was like the, it was like the best thing. That interaction, that interaction goes a lot further than throwing money at it or whatever that is to try to help somebody. So Beth, I really appreciate you. Um, given me the opportunity to take part in some of the stuff you're doing at the center. I know what you do in the community is great. I see that your entire team just is killing themselves, running all over to make things happen. I appreciate everything you do. Thank you so much for being a good neighbor and thank you so much for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you. See you soon. All right, bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Passcode. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNP.com pasco.com that's gnp pasco.com or call 813-922-3610